Welcome to Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Your hosts, B&M General Manager Kevin Jean and Daiwa Ranger Pro Staffer Steve Graff will keep you up to date on what's happening on the best lakes in the Arklatex region. With a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend, two guys who have fished at a high level with Pro-Am experience with ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers with a wealth of knowledge and willing to share. So pull up a chair kick back and see why so many anglers watch tackle talk live here are your hosts kevin jean and steve graff if you're watching tackle talk live thank you for tuning in we appreciate you and uh i'm ranger diver pro staffer steve graff along with vnm general manager kevin jean and today we got a really good show for you we got not one but two interviews, Kevin. We do. We, we're going to cover Sam Rayburn and Salida Ben both today. We got the Rattle Trap uh, Tournament winner, winner, Mr. Darren Taylor, coming on the show. Kind of talk about his win. And we're also jumping over to Toledo Ben. Cole Moore, who won the Fishers of Men Tournament on Saturday, Steve. As yeah. cold yeah. as it was, as windy as it was, Cole and his dad uh, weighed in a little over 23, about 23 and a half pounds, actually. Yeah, yeah. On good, Saturday, as tough as it was. So uh, I know we got the, I know they have the college tournament coming over over there this weekend. So we want to get some info out about about Toledo being and what's going on there, and, and nobody nobody better to talk to than Cole. I know he's been on the water a lot over there. So. Yeah, and we're getting a lot of good reports right now. A lot of guys going out catching fish, and of course, as me and Kevin before we went on air, we just were talking about it's getting ready to change. Weather yeah. is coming, and it's fixing to get cold, guys. So, uh, and Bass Champs guys are going to be with college guys on Toledo Bend too. It's going to be twenty-two degrees yeah, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah, that's going to be a cold takeoff, especially Bass Champs because you know they're taking off. They're not yeah. trailering. That will be a brutal <clears throat> takeoff Saturday morning early. So get your wife out there with the axe, get some firewood <laughs> chopped, get all that taken mm. care of. Make sure you got plenty of wood for this week because you're going to need it starting about Thursday night. Yeah, and uh, so. But anyway, yeah. that all considered, the fishing is still probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. It's going to take the water a little while to calm, to cool down, even colder. So Saturday's probably going to be pretty good. And then as the days go on, and all week next week, Kevin, it's in the 30s for the low every day. It is, Steve. You know, something I'm really <laughs> anxious to, to see is this college tournament coming to Toledo Bend this weekend. So as we alluded to on last week's show, there was a 25-pound stringer. Now it was by a Toledo Bend hammer. Uh, Thibodeau over there uh, over on Tilly Ben on losing on the Texas side had a 25 pound stringer in a club tournament last yeah, weekend, yeah. Steve. So you know, and yeah. I know him, he pulled off of them. Yeah. Uh, Cole had 23 and a half pounds with as bad as conditions as it was. Uh, anxious to hear how long it took him to catch those fish. Yeah, and Kevin, there's been a couple of big fish come off OHIV uh, this this last couple of weeks. Couple fourteen pounders. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been some big ones. But do you think that'll that trend will continue through the spring at OHIV? Well, I mean, you know, OHIV did it last year at this yeah, time. It's, right, it's that right. pre. Uh, the pre-spawn phase over there at OHIV, them big fish are just feeding up, and they're catching them on A-rigs over there out deep with basically with the live scopes. So, uh, yeah, there there is. But, you know, I'm, I'm really anxious to see what these college guys bring on Toledo Bend this weekend. It's first time Toledo Bend yeah. has had a big tournament in a long time. Kind of kicks off the year finally right. on Toledo Bend. 
I'm really, I think you're going to see some really good bags weighed in on Toledo Bend. I think Bass Champs will have some good bags weighed in this weekend as well, but really anxious to see what these college guys bring in this weekend. Would our local universities be represented pretty well in this event? I mean, <laughs> I, ULM, I Northwestern State, Stephen F. I, mean, I, I haven't looked. I, I know it's, a, it's an MLF uh, college event. I, honestly, I don't know who all is right, who all who is, all in, is it. in it. I'm not sure. And uh, so, and we're going to have that. We're gonna also, again, we kind of made the announcement last week. We'll recover it again. We'll reannounce it this week about the big event coming to Red River 2023. We'll talk a little bit about that and all the upcoming schedules going on at Sam Raven and Toledo Bend. Make sure you're aware of what's happening for the rest of this month and kind of going into next month. So, uh, but before we get to our featured guests, we're going to take one quick break, recognize a few of our sponsors. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Arc and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat or maybe you just need to service the boat you have let the boat shop fix you up to learn more call 318-402-0399 or go to shreveportboatshop.com the next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, B&M. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome back to Tackle Talk Live again. I'm Ranger Diver Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with BM General Manager Kevin Jean. And you're watching a show that we're going to go straight to the horse's mouth right now. We're going to find out exactly what happened, how he did it. The winner of the Rattle Trap Tournament, Darren Taylor. Darren, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are y'all? We're doing good. Steve, honestly, right now, if I had to say, <clears throat> probably the hottest stick on Sam Rayburn right now. Yeah. Placed, uh, Darren, correct me if I'm wrong, 14th in the BFL last weekend. Uh, you won a little tournament Saturday on them horrible, horrible conditions. What did y'all What y'all weigh Saturday? 2108. 2108 in those conditions. Wow. wow. And what time was you done Saturday? Uh, we were done about 1030 Saturday. Yeah. And then turn around with 22 pounds on Sunday. So 
my first question after after saying all that is do you have a group of fish? Do you have a spot? Yeah. Do you have a technique? Kind of <clears throat> kind of give us a little hindsight here of kind of what you've got figured out. I found a little area Wednesday practicing uh, to fish Saturday. <clears throat> and I, I looked at 20 pounds Wednesday. Okay. So I kind of left the area and just left them alone and decided that we would try to make it to them Saturday. We was able to make it to them, caught the 21 pounds, and we were done by 10.30 and went and got back on the trailer. Well, Darren, also, let's let's go – I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. Let's go back to the BFL, 14th place finish out of 230 boats. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. Let's just backtrack to that just a little bit. Is this the same group of fish that you had found at that point? Uh, and were you dragging something different? You know, we all know you obviously caught on some rattle trap bait last week because that's all you could throw. But that the tournament before on the BFL, did you do anything different? When I practiced all week for the BFL, and and toward the end of the week, the weather was you know predicted to be pretty pretty brutal. So I I scrapped all of that and stayed south actually all weekend mm-hmm. during you know for the BFL. I stayed south and was throwing a moving bait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I, that was very, and I don't know how many tournament. I mean, how many boats was in the tournament on Saturday? I think it was. Was it Rusty's team tournament? Is that that was? It, it was Rusty's, Rusty's team on tournament. Saturday. You know, that's a pretty pretty good upcoming. Yeah, that, Rusty's doing a, a really good job with that. I've seen lots of them and kind of seen what he's done with it and and talked to a lot of people that's finished it. But man, that that was really. Uh, no, use the word here. Then use the wrong word. But uh, man, I I would have been nervous fishing Saturday and weighing twenty something pounds, knowing a tournament of, yeah. of the rattle trap size on Sunday. So, I mean, Saturday when you caught that twenty one, did you feel like? I mean, you definitely could come back there Sunday and do it again. I, I did. I, I thought that there was plenty of fish there to come back to. Uh, we rolled in there Sunday morning and started fishing, and the fish were gone. Oh, wow. Water, water temperature went from 60 degrees to 52 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I managed four swimmers out of that, that area that we started in, and I, I had to start moving around after that. Now, now, Dan, are these fish you're finding with your electronics? Did your electronics was a big player in you locating these fish? They were in, in the bigger fish, you know, that I upgraded to. Mm-hmm. All right, so you went there and you caught four swimmers. Take us through <clears> Sunday. Did you have to go to a backup spot? Did you leave and come back to that spot? Yeah, I mean, how yeah. did we get to twenty-two? I, I started moving moving out further. I was I was toward the back of a pocket, and gotcha. I started moving back toward the front, and uh, caught my fish with a six twenty-two. Mm-hmm. So that that, that, that kind of keys you in roughly fourteen pounds. Yeah, and I went to a spot that I that I had found with my electronics. And started throwing a three quarter ounce trap and yo yoing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I got you. So now during this cold weather that's coming in, what what are you anticipating? We're talking cold. We're talking in the twenties, uh, three or four nights in a row. Uh, do you think it's going to push the fish out into those brush tops? Uh, they're going to go to wood, probably, aren't they? I, I'm assuming that they probably will. Um, the the fish that that were there. <laughs> You know, like I said, you know, Sunday they weren't, they're not there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So one thing there, and I want to bring up, and it's a sponsor of the show, and I know, I know, me and you talked him last night. You want to make sure we talked about because uh, I believe, if I correct me if I'm wrong again, but first, second, third place in that trap tournament was all caught on Pride rods. Correct. Myself, Ryan Hightower, and Cole Stewart are all Pride team guys. Wow. Which um, which which rod are you throwing that trap on? I'm throwing the trap on the seven six. Mag rocket and then the rocket also. Oh, okay. So has that rod got a soft tip, good backbone on it? Yes, the boat the, the mag rocket has a has a fast tip mm-hmm. and a lot of backbone and the rocket is, is actually a a lighter action rod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What kind of line are you throwing that with? Uh, tw- uh fifteen pound fluorocarbon. Floral? Okay. So Dan, are you a braid guy? Do you like throwing a trap on the braid or, or, or do you stick to fluorocarbon all the time? Man, I stick to fluorocarbon on, on most of my moving baits unless I'm, you know, in the yeah. woods. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll put it on braid. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> After this weekend, I'm going to need a line sponsor with that wind. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. I, yeah. I understand. I understand that one. Uh, so, <clears throat> the pride rods. Give us that rod again, the, the one you're throwing. The 7.6 mag rocket and the 7.6 rocket. Gotcha. Gotcha. To make they sure. are hands down every fish that I hooked up on, I put in the boat. Hmm. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, Darren, hey, man, we, we appreciate you kind of giving us a little detail. We know you got a lot coming up, and a lot of guys just ain't wanting to share too much right now. We understand that. So uh, He's got bass champs coming up. He's yeah. got, you know, so understand we don't want to get into too much detail and, and hurt Darren for what he's got coming up. I'm sure you you fishing the Brandon Belt. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. We don't want to dive too much into all Darren's information. Right. One thing, Darren, I, I am going to ask is that I've, I, I'm assuming is that you feel like that is staging fish, it's getting ready to move up into that pocket there. I, I do believe it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think yeah. with this weather coming in, Kevin and Darren, I think it's going to push them fish away from those staging spots. Kind of out, deeper. like a little, yeah, like he said, it'll probably yeah. go go on yeah. out a little bit deeper. I, so that's what I think will happen. But well, Darren, man, good luck this weekend <clears throat> in the Bass Champs. We wish you best of luck, and, and hopefully we'll have you on next weekend after you win Bass Champs. Man, I sure hope so. Thank y'all. Yeah, Thank you, Darren. Darren Taylor, and uh, winner of the Rattle Trap Tournament last weekend with twenty two pounds and. And, uh, again, finished 14th in the BFL. And, like I said, that's nothing to sneeze at because that was a 230-boat yeah. field. If you made top 40 in that, you you did a, you had a pretty good day. So D- Darren's been hot. He's been <clears> – <throat> he's found some fish. He's got a little something going on. Uh, and, obviously, following those fish out, as he fit, said, he f- caught them pretty shallow on Saturday. Yep. Those fish moved out a little bit on Sunday. He was able to relocate them back off a little bit and, uh, you know, caught them a little bit deeper on, on Sunday. So – I'm assuming those fish, especially with the 20 degree mornings, we're gonna have kind of they're gonna keep kind of backing out a little bit, yeah. Steve. Oh, I, Except I for would, those ones no around doubt. around the Mid Lake area, you know, Veach to to uh, Five Fingers, all that area that's got some grass. Now those fish, yeah. they're gonna hang around yeah. up there in that shallow grass. It, I can definitely see some good stringers being caught this weekend. I there, I can see some punching going on, especially if the sun comes out and uh, well, the trap bite and the chatterbait and the yep. tra- you know in exactly. that grass. I can definitely see that. Give but, us the rattle trap results. Yeah. So again, Dale, Darren Taylor and Austin Jaeger, which is his stepson, I believe he told me, is a total weight of twenty two oh three, and he had the big fish of six twenty two. First place brought home five thousand dollars. Second place, Ryan Hightower and Ryan O'Neill was twenty one fifty one, had a big fish of seven oh four. Third place, uh, Marshall Hughes and Cole Stewart had twenty one thirty seven. Fourth place uh, was a total of twenty one twenty two, and it kind of 
Steve just went slowly on down from there. Big Why fish, was 20 pound bags though? Uh, they had eight bags over 20 pounds. So, what was the last 20 pound bag? 20.29. Clay Phillips and what, David what, Shaw. What place? Uh, eighth place. They had eight, eight bags place. over so, 20. That's uh, had a 921 big fish caught. Uh, Colt Deer and Eric Williamson had a had a 921 <clears> big <throat> fish. So. Wind probably helped them a little bit. Uh, for that, it, it did, but it also that morning. I bet it was hard to move around, which they yeah, could trailer. No, no doubt about that. They, they could trailer. Uh, yeah. Shout out again to Pride Rods, first, second, third place, all yeah. being Pride Rods members. Yeah. You heard the rod him say he was throwing. That's you guys will make sure and check that out for sure. Yeah, so. Exactly. All right. Well, when we return, we'll have our next guest, Cole Moore, winner of the Fishers of Men event on Toledo Bend. Stay tuned. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the next time you're headed for toledo bend or sam rayburn stop by keith's toledo bend tackle they have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones whether your trip calls for bass fishing white perch tackle catfish bait or the ultimate fighting shiners keith's tackle has you covered Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Ben. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome back to Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in. This segment presented by Pride Rods, Keith Toledo Ben Tackle, the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas, and Lone Star Bass Trail. Kevin, you got anything update for Lone Star? Lone Star's got their um their open <coughs> make sure I'm right here. Yeah, their Lone Star Bass Trail open is the last week in January. January 30th. It'll be their new it'll be the first term of their open event. Uh guys, make sure to check out their Facebook page. Give them a like, give them a follow. So for some different tournaments. They do some tournaments on Lake Nacogdoches over there in East Texas. Um, they also have the some different style tournaments like the MLF format. They do the Ironman tournaments. Uh, make again, make sure to give them a like and follow on Facebook. I think just for some different different tournament formats you're looking for, give uh, give them guys a a, uh, a like over there on their Facebook page. Also, the Lakes Insurance now got two locations, guys. If you're looking for them over around Sam Rayburn, they got a place over at Brooklyn, Texas. 
uh, check it out. You can probably look it up online, go to the Facebook page. I'm sure that they'll uh, have the location for you right there. And, uh, and also in Nacogdoches as well, their, their main office. So, uh, but congratulations for opening up a new location for Lakes Insurance Agency over there at Nacogdoches. All right, on the phone, we've got the winner of the Fishers of Men, uh, uh, which was a really tough and probably very windy day on Toledo Bend. Cole Moore with 23 and a half pounds to win that Fishers of Men event. Cole, how you doing, bud? Pretty good. How about yourself? <clears throat> good. We're doing great. And, and Steve, you know, we alluded to the last uh, Darren Taylor being one of the hottest sticks over there on Rayburn. Cole's having a heck of a year to start there. Yeah. Finished third in the BFL, Cole? That is correct. Third in the BFL last weekend. Turn around, win the Fishers of Men this weekend, 23 and a half pounds. Cole, let's jump right into it. Toledo Bend, there's some big bags showing up. Saturday was... It's about as bad as weather as you probably could have as far yeah. as wind on Toledo Bend, especially. Yes. Now, was that a was that a trailer tournament? It was. They did. Uh, you know, they had the option of they was really fixing to cancel the tournament, but uh, yeah. Mr. Dick Polk, the director, whatever he chose, he said it'd be safe if uh, he'd let some guys trailer if they wanted to. But I mean, dude, as as hard as the wind was blowing, it didn't matter where you went. Yeah. You wasn't leave. You wasn't going far from wherever you put in. I got but, you. Uh, so, did allow, he did allow us to trailer. So let's kind of jump into that. So, I mean, take us through as bad as it was on Saturday. I mean, I, I'm assuming moving around was kind of limited. Was, I mean, 23 and a half pounds. Did you already have these fish located? Is yeah. this the prime yeah. area you wanted to fish? Kind of take us through that. No, sir, not at all. I mean, I practiced, I practiced Thursday before it and uh, caught some really good fish, figured out what the fish was doing and where I was catching them. But come Saturday, could not fish, not one of those spots at all. Yeah. I tried two or three of them. Just, I mean, you couldn't do nothing out there. The trolling motor was out the water, and you was, you was going backwards away from the spot. Um, so it kind of helped me and hurt me a little bit. You know, I was kind of disappointed the first hour or two because I couldn't fish none of the stuff. But I knew what the fish was doing. And so I just I took the Garmin Pan Optics and went to looking for them in the same depth of water as what I found on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you went back more up into the creeks, right? You had to be close to the bank, and I and I was really looking for the depth. Yeah. I mean, all the fish that I've been finding was anywhere from twenty-five to thirty foot of water, mm-hmm. and a lot of them was suspended and relating to bait fish for sure. And uh, so, if it was a deep pocket or a deep creek or mainly a creek, uh, I could troll around with the pan optics and find some bait fish, and you could see some fish close to it, and I was able to catch them. So was all of these in, in one area, Cole, or are you just put put your head down on the panoptics and, and went? Really, there was one little area that I found that day. I think we had three three of our weight fish come, you know, in that one little area. But the others, like, I, we really didn't catch many fish that day. Only caught about 12 or 13 fish. Yeah. Uh, but the others was just scattered out one here or there. But there was one little area that was produced that produced three three good ones for sure. So all five that y'all weighed in, I mean, basically you saw them on the panoptics. I watched every one of them each yeah. day. Yeah. So was there a specific technique, Cole, or was it trash fishing 101? Was it multiple techniques, or or was you able to settle in on one technique? And what bait? I don't think we yeah, discussed and, and, that or yet. Or what bait? Man, I was I stuck with Alabama rig. And that was the same for the same thing I did at Rayburn the weekend before. Yeah. You know, I had my confidence up from the weekend before and I just went and did the same thing. And, uh, but I stuck to an Alabama rig just relate, you know, cause I know I was relating to bait fish mostly. Yeah. And, uh, it, it seemed to work. If you got it pretty close to one, normally he would bite it. 
Carl, let's talk about your setup that you're using on that Air, uh, Alabama rig. What, what size rod, what length rod, and, and, and what's your gear ratio on your reel? Um, I use a seven and a half foot heavy action, or I mean, if you can find a medium heavy, you know, it's got a pretty good bit of backbone to it that works good as well. I had two different rods, both of them were seven and a half foot though, heavy mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use 50, 50 to 65 pound braid, and uh, the gear ratio uh, was about, I think, a six to two or six to three mm-hmm. gear ratio reel, you know, not too fast. So it's not a high speed reel, right? No, so not at all. <clears throat> okay, okay. So, Cole, I mean, they got that college tournament, and I was talking to Steve before the show here. That You know, they got that college, the MLF college circuit coming to Toledo Bend this weekend. I'm really expecting – it's going to be cold, but I think the winds are going to be okay. I think them guys are going to be able to move around okay. Yeah, yeah. And as good as those guys are with electronics, I'm really expecting – I mean, this is the first good-sized tournament that's been on Toledo Bend in a while. I'm, I'm really expecting a, uh, you know, a good showing weight-wise in this tournament. Tell me your thoughts. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Just because, like you say, like the technology nowadays and all the young anglers or whatever, they a lot of them are going to know how to use them and know yeah. what they're looking for. And if some, you know, there's going to be several of those teams that are finding those fish that stage in a creek bend or something somewhere, and I think they're going to have some really big bags. So that that's my question. So you're in these creek bends where these fish are starting to move back and, right. and just taking the live scope 25, 30 foot and finding the bait, then finding the fish. And just throwing at the fish. Correct. Yeah. Go. Hmm. I want to also back up to the Fishers of Men tournament. You know, what a great organization. I've actually fished Fishers of Men years ago and made two or three national championships. Actually loved fishing that circuit. How, how's the participation level on Toledo Bend for this circuit? You're, uh, as far as like boat numbers and yeah. stuff? Yeah. They, I mean, the boat number, we had 34 boats uh, Saturday. That's, in the food that's pretty and good, think, though. For as far as weather conditions, you know, I do Yeah, think 34 that, under those conditions. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all for the fishers of men. That's pretty good. I would have said, you know, if the weather would have been, you know, pretty decent, I figured the numbers would have at least doubled. Now, but Mr. Dick Polk is back, right, Cole? This is his first year back with fishers of men at that that uh in the east texas right is this first or uh, no this this will be his second yeah year. I think so before he, he left yeah he's back by demand <laughs> yes before he left we were because i fished him a lot matter of <clears throat> fact cole i fish a lot of them with cole and and you know we were averaging 90 to 100 boats oh, yeah. a tournament yeah and, I mean, and that's a great turnout for fishers of men absolutely and mr dick uh he's from houston area he went back home and and was not over, you know, this this area anymore. But now that he's back and over that, I expect those numbers yeah. to, to rise again. Yeah. And, and again, sure. great organization. Uh, so, Cole, weekend before, the BFL on Sam Rayburn. Same technique. You said you threw the Alabama rig over there, too. Kind of same technique. Uh, back of the pockets, 25, 30 foot. Kind of tell us a little bit about what you did on Rayburn third in that BFL. Well, uh, I don't know if y'all remember the BFL the weekend uh that which, which was last weekend yeah the wind was about the same yeah it was horrible and yeah. you could it, it kind of hindered people not being able to run around a lot and i've done the same thing i luckily i found one creek bend the day before the tournament that was it was full of fish but i didn't catch a fish there in practice over two and a half pounds mm-hmm. and i come saturday i couldn't run nowhere else i tried to run some other stuff i was like well you know, I'm stuck to that one little spot, so I said I'm gonna catch every, try to catch every one of them out of it, just see what comes out of there. You know, luckily after you catch about ten or fifteen small ones, you catch a good quality fish. Yeah. What'd you have? What was your weight? Uh, I think sixteen, fifteen, <clears throat> right at seventeen. Yeah. 
Now, was yeah. you dragging in that event? Uh, A-Rig. Huh? A- A- oh, still A-Rig. throwing A-Rig. I'm sorry. You're right. You said that earlier. Yeah, A- throwing A-Rig, A-Rig both yeah. events. So, yes. and for anybody that doesn't know, Cole is a guy. That's what he does for a living. He's a guy out on yeah. the lake, Toledo Bend, mainly white perch, uh, probably five or six months out of the year, Cole, then, then bass trips, right? That is correct. What's the uh, What's the name of the guide service? CM2 Guide Service. CM2 Guide Service. I know you can check them out on Facebook for sure. Cole, what you fishing this weekend? Man, probably not. I ain't got no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 know you, man. I knew he didn't like hey. the cold, so that's why I was wanting to ask you. Are you Cole, you're not I'll... jumping in Bass Champs? <laughs> well, the, that's about to say, the only thing I know of is Bass Champs. And uh, I was kind of going to use a couple days this week. Uh, you know, Rayburn's off limits to yeah. Bass Champs if you're fishing that. So I was going to kind of use a couple days this week or this weekend and, and kind of pre-fish for the Brandon Belt Tournament coming up. Yeah. Well, Cole, I don't know how old you are, but I can tell you right now, I'm 60 years old. Them, them cold weather days, <laughs> they ain't fun like they used to be. Uh, that is correct. Mm, mm, mm. Well, good deal, Cole. Well, man, I appreciate it. Congratulations on the win this weekend. <clears throat> tell your dad I yeah, said man. congrats as well. And then, uh, man, we'll be we'll be talking to you soon. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right. Cole Moore. And uh, over there with his guide service at Toledo Bend. And uh, – Appreciate Cole coming on, giving us some good details there as to what's going on to lead the bend, how he caught them. And uh, so, and you know, Kevin, anytime you're on Rayburn, Toledo Bend, uh, probably Fork, uh, Texoma for sure, the, the wind plays a factor. It does. And it if does. you can't trailer, it really plays a factor. Well, both tournaments this weekend, the, the <clears throat> guys we've had on that won both tournaments, they were trailering events. Yeah. No way possible you could have had an event this past weekend and not been trailering. Why doesn't the BFL do that? Why will they not turn that? I mean, especially with 230 anglers, boats at that event. Yeah. You know, and you got a co-angler to keep you honest. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't I, know. That's that the purpose of the co-angler, yeah. I thought. But yeah. anyway, I, I don't uh, know. I, I don't know on that one. And I it's the safety know. of the anglers. No, it is. You got to put that first. Yeah. So I don't know why BFLs yeah. don't do that. But you're right. Everyone I've ever fished, they've never ever trailered. So, but you know, to hear to hear what Cole's doing on Toledo is, you know, the, Toledo right now is, man, it's it's kind of what you have to do, Steve. It is. Yeah. Um, there's there's just no vegetation right now unless you catch them on a point or something. Now I know there was an almost a ten pounder caught this past week. I believe it was Friday. Jack Tyndall um, down there from Beaumont area. They caught him and his dad came out. He's fishing the college event this weekend. I know, and he was pre fishing, and his dad caught a nine eight. Mm. Uh, now he will not <laughs> allow me to say what it was called yeah, on. Exactly. Jack, Jack might be mad at me for that, but I know it was a nine eight cost. I mean, the big fish are biting. Oh yeah. Um, it's just trying to locate. Him. Like Cole, Cole said, he t- caught twenty three and a half pounds somewhere. He hasn't even been fishing. Yeah. yeah. Now it was all off the pan optics. Right. But it's you know it's being able to locate them fish mm-hmm. right now. If you can locate them, uh, you can get them to bite, and they're big ones. Bass champs, predict them like. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be down a little bit. I don't think it'll be a 25 plus. I'm going to say 23. I'm going to say 25. Are you? I'm going to say 25 because that there's going to be a window that in the morning. And it's, and it's, it's going quick. To, it's going to take it's going to take about 45 minutes. But one yeah. of them because them fish are moving out. Here's the reason I say that the fish <clears> are moving out staging. They're moving the fish that had done moved in because it got warm. Yeah. This water temperature, and as as Darren's already alluded to, the way he called Sunday, they done moved out. Right. I think they're going to continue to move out. Yeah. And one of those deep guys, Derek Mundy, 
Uh, I mean, we can go down the, Collins, the list. Albert, Shane yeah. Campbell. We yeah. can go down the yeah. list of those deep guys that know where they go to, them right. hard spots out right. there out deep. And one of them's going to run to one of them hard spots or one of them deep spots that morning cranking yeah. and or throwing a football jig and catch a big bag in about 30 minutes and it's going to be over with. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's and what the I'm going to go with. You can trailer in Bass Champs, right? They Bass Champs <clears> will <throat> let you trailer. Now, yeah. for the cold, I don't see Bass Champs letting you trailer. Yeah. Only yeah. if it's like bad windy. If it is a... Uh, lake condition that yeah. they don't feel safe for you. Just because it's cold, they're not yeah, going to no, let no, you no, trade. No. Cold ain't nothing to do yeah. with it, but yeah. the, the, the rough water will. <clears throat> okay, well, and you, speaking of upcoming turn, Bass Champs is this weekend, January 22nd, out of Humphreys uh, Pavilion. And by the way, Kevin said the boat ramp is repaired and it's back open, open again. Yes. So uh, you guys that went out of the BFL on Twin Dykes, God bless you, and I'm sure you're happy that you ain't got to go there again. Uh, so, but the next one is January 27th. The MLF pros, uh, come to town over there at Sam Raven at pro circuit kicks off the 2022 season. And then the 29th, uh, which is, uh, I guess a Sunday outlaw team series. Number yes. one yeah. kicks off. And, uh, so, and then no, January, that's a 29th is Saturday. So the 27th is a Thursday. Correct. That's the, right? that's the pro. So that's the OFLW. <clears throat> right. Yes. 27th is a Thursday. Yes. And then, uh, June the third, January 30th, uh, Lone Star Bass Trail open on Toledo Bend. Uh, will also uh, be doing their kickoff tournament. And, Stephen, and good point here. Toby Jones, good friend of mine, Shreveport area, it, you know, he's talking about you don't you don't think that it'll be 25-plus. Keep in mind, Sunday was tough fishing, yeah. tough yeah. conditions. You're only allowed to use route trap baits, and there was still eight bags over 20 pounds weight. That's true. They so, didn't, I mean, they didn't get to slow this, down and throw a jig this or a worm. Is, this is yeah. Toby here, and Toby said it's going to take 28 to 30. I'm, I'm still going to stick with my 25, but, you know, there's I just not, think there's I, not a lot of fish being caught, but the right, right ones are being caught. I think the water temperature is at 52. It'll be in the 40s now. Uh, High 40s. Yeah, by yeah. Sun, by Saturday, yeah. uh, it's gonna be cold. But I didn't think about that. You had eight <clears> bags <throat> over 20 pounds, and all you can use is route trap. Now a lot of guys are gonna throw a route trap this time of year, especially right, when right. it gets colder this weekend. Exactly. But I, I still think one of those deep spots will play this weekend. Yeah. So uh, real quick, again, we're gonna reannounce the uh, ABA. Ray Scott National Championship, those guys that are fishing the ABA Open Series in East Texas and South Texas, you will be competing for an opportunity to go to the Red River next April. It's coming to Shreveport. The ABA Ray Scott National Championship is coming to Shreveport next April, the uh, January, uh, excuse me, April of 2023. So you're fishing this year to get to that for next year. And uh, so... Uh, good luck to all the guys that are fishing. I think ABA numbers will be coming up now that there's something coming to our region, a national championship of this caliber. I think that's good. Also, if you're looking to fish the ABA solo tour, uh, numbers are coming up. Uh, there's they're, It's starting. Again, they don't open up till March. So I, I felt like the numbers would start to be on the rise once we got closer to March, and they are. They're coming up. Participation is, is starting to rise. People are signing up. The first one's March 18th and 19th on Lake Texoma. Second one is April 22nd, 23rd at Lake Eufaula, Oklahoma. And the third one is June 17th and 18th on Sam Rayburn. So uh, check it out. You'll like it. Uh, I fished it last year. Uh, it's, it, you're, it's solo. It's exactly what it says it is. You're fishing by yourself in your boat. And it, it's just – and it's a great turnout. Well run by Chris Wayan and the ABA, ABA organization. So uh, – Thank you for all y'all do, Chris, and the ABA for uh, for the, the stuff that's going on in this region. And uh, so, 
But anyway, and one more thing, Bass Cash Bass. Get registered, people. They're, they're, they're registered. catching them and, and cashing in already. There's no no reason. If, you ever go, if you're going to go to Sam River Toledo Bend at all between now and July 4th on Toledo Bend, you have to get Bass Cash Bass registered. Don't be the guy that doesn't yep. get registered. It costs $50 to get registered. Don't be that guy that get, doesn't get registered and catch that tag. No. I mean, the... Any tag is a thousand dollars. Exactly, and it's almost almost dumb not to sign up. If you're fishing to the Rayburn, Caddo, Fork, any one of those, sign up. I mean, good gosh, it's, it's just it's, it's crazy not to. And again, you can catch a tag fish from three or four years ago. You're still a winner. You're either gonna get sunglasses, a new rod. Uh, they, they're giving away some good prizes for even. Yep. So there's a lot of tag fish out there now. Yeah. Even from years past yeah. that you can still catch and cash in on. But again, you got to sign up. So uh all right, that's it. Kevin, you got anything that's else? That's it. We appreciate you tuning us in. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of this show, we we our arms are wide open. We'd love to have you. Uh Facebook us, message us on Facebook. Kevin will get back to you, he'll send you a packet, we'll call you, whatever we need to do. And uh, but we'd love to have you. Our numbers are shooting out the roof right now. We had a great response today. Mm -hmm. We had a great response to last week's show. Thank you guys for watching last week. Over a thousand. Well, eleven hundred on YouTube and over twenty five hundred on Facebook. Oh. Over 3,000 views, guys. We, we can't say thank you enough. We appreciate it. That I, I guess that they value our opinion, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know if it's ours. I think it's people we have on. <laughs> it probably is. But anyway, we thank you for tuning us in. Thank you, James Stanfield, for producing this show. He does a great job. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next week right here, 1130 next Tuesday for Tackle Talk Live.